0: what is going on Mantox tribe whoo it is the holiday season it's my favorite time of the season i am excited i'm coming to you live from st albert alberta i'm back in my hometown uh, which is right outside of edmonton and i'm spending this holiday season with my family which i haven't done in a long time i'm super excited about that and i wanted to wish all of you a happy holidays uh so does mr roger nairn unfortunately he's not with me today but we wish all of you out there in Mantox land, a really, really happy holiday. So this little mini episode, I want to talk to you and unpack a concept called appreciative inquiry. Appreciative inquiry. Now appreciative inquiry is a game changer when it comes to relationships, whether they're intimate relationships, friendships, or work relationships. This is also very applicable to children as well. So if you're a parent, you're definitely going to want to tune in. This is going to be a short episode, you know, 10 to 12 minutes, but is going to be packed, packed, packed with uh, juicy details. So stay tuned for that. But really quick, because it is the holiday season, I wanted to give the gift of gratitude. And I wanted to give a few shout outs to some people who have taken the time to not only tune into our podcast, but to take the time to go online to go on the iTunes, to go on the Stitcher, and leave us a review and give us those five stars. I mean, you don't have to give us five stars, but if you like the show, then obviously that (laughs) goes a long way. Uh, So I'm going to give a shout out first and foremost to Economics Detective. Be a Better Man. Love it. Man talks about being a better man and living an entrepreneurial life. I cannot wait. I'm looking forward to hearing more. Boom. Thank you, Economics Detective. Uh, Moody Brad. Thank you, Moody Brad, that's that's a great name. I freaking love that. Let's see, the title, A Nudge Off Your Comfort Zone. A Nudge Off Your Comfort Zone, that's fantastic, I love it. Thank you so much, Moody Brad, for the five-star review. Appreciate you, brother. And who else we got here? Alex79, A.I., become the authentic you exclamation mark. Boom. Five stars. Thank you, Alex. I love the first line. Does anyone want to run through some walls after listening to this podcast? Some incredible stuff here to motivate and inspire you to not only be a better man, but to be a better person. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that, Alex. For everybody else out there listening, thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate you. It's been a great year. We've been doing podcasts for a year now. And um, if you ever wanted to give a gift back to Roger and I, the only gift that we would ever ask for is a review and a share. Sharing goes a long way. If you really love this podcast and you get value out of it, please share it with some people. Tell them about it, send it to them, text it to them, uh, and leave us a review. We are making our way up through the ranks in the self-help category, and uh, we we cannot do that without you, so we are so grateful that you tune in each and every single week, so we appreciate all of you. All right, let's dive in to appreciative inquiry now appreciative inquiry comes from positive psychology and positive psychology is this new form of psychology that's popped up in the last decade or so and there's a few key players in it depending on what stream that you're looking at but positive psychology basically says okay traditional psychology looks at if you're in the negative emotionally right so let's say let's say that the human emotional spectrum is from negative 10 to plus 10 positive psychology says, Most psychology, most conventional, in fact, all conventional psychologies, look at how can you get yourself from a negative to zero? So if you're at negative seven emotionally or negative nine emotionally or negative two emotionally, how do you get yourself to zero? How do you get yourself to quote unquote normal? And positive psychology posits and asks the question, how can we get ourselves not only to be out of the negatives? but into the positives? How do we move past just this state of normal and find ourselves in a much more positive space, hence positive psychology? So in this positive psychology, there is a man named Dr. John Gottman. And Dr. John Gottman is a connection expert. He is in the field of relationships. Uh, he's a, a PhD. And he has basically been studying human interaction, behavior, and intimacy, specifically within couples and marriages for about five or six decades he's been doing this for a long time and so dr john Gottman came up with with something called appreciative inquiry and he can basically listen to a couple so he'll have a couple record conversations over you know a couple days and then he'll take those conversations and he will listen to the interaction between a couple And within listening to 12 to 24 hours, he can predict with a ninety-five percent accuracy whether or not that couple will be divorced or separated within the next three to five years. Now I just want you to let that sink in. He can listen to you as a couple and predict with a 95% accuracy whether or not you'll be divorced based on your communication and your interaction. Now, this is this is this is like not revolutionary, but pretty ground you know it's, it's it's a game changer in a big big way and so he basically took some of this information and started to see that there were some trends and he started to realize that the way that we celebrate our partners the way that we appreciate our partners will pre- we will predict the healthiness of our relationship with them. Now this isn't just applicable to our intimate relationships. This is also applicable to our business partners, to our professional partners, to our children that we raise, to our friends, like it's it's applicable for everybody. So what I'm going to do for you is I'm going to break down the four different categories and then I'm going to give you some examples. and. Hopefully, uh, through that process, you should be able to identify, so if you just listen into the four different categories, you should be able to identify which category you are predominantly falling into. Now, what you might find is that at work, you fall into one category, and with your spouse or partner, you fall into a different category. So just just listen into that, all right? So first off, we have active destructive. That sounds horrible. Uh, So active destructive, what does that sound like? Uh, let's just say that somebody comes to you and they're trying to celebrate a win. Let's just use your partner, for example, because that's the easy scenario for you to imagine. They come to you, they're trying to celebrate a win, and your response is, that sounds like a lot of responsibility to take on. There will probably be more stress involved, uh, and the new position is longer hours at the office. And so basically, the, your partner's coming to celebrate you know, a promotion with you, and you are deconstructing and you're destructively giving them feedback uh, based on their new promotion. So you're not happy, right? They're coming to you to celebrate and they're getting shut down. So you know the nonverbal communication uh, what's usually happening is it's displaying a negative emotion and usually what's happening from a physical standpoint is you know you've got the furrowed brows and you know you got the tight you know tight phrase if you're frowning and you don't look very impressed so that is active destructive moving up the ladder we've got passive destructive is a little bit more tricky and hard to find because you know like it says it's passive So let's say that your partner comes to you to celebrate the exact same scenario. They've just got a promotion. They just got a raise. They come and celebrate and you're like, oh, cool, great job. What are we doing on Friday night? And so immediately there's, there's a lack of connection with the other person. So, you know, then usually the nonverbal connection that happens in that space is that, you know, we're not looking at them, we're checking our emails, there's a lack of eye contact, you know, our body is turned away from them, we're walking out of the room, we're, you know, we're attending to several other different things and we're not really giving them the attention that they deserve. Plus, we're not, you know, being involved in asking them questions about it. So that's passive destructive. Moving into the positive space, we have. Passive, constructive. Now, this is where a lot of people play. Now, some people will fall into the active, deconstructive. Some people definitely fall into the the passive, uh, destructive. But a lot of people generally, especially when they've been together a long time, this is what the research shows, when they've been together for a long time, it's easy to fall into this passive, destructive constructive space. So we think that we're being constructive, but actually it's very passive. And so it lands in a negative way for our partner. And this is often uh, what John Gottman found is very, very prominent families as well. So let's say your partner comes to you to celebrate that same win. And your response is, that's great news. (laughs) <laughs> that's great news that's it so they're jacked up they're super excited and that's what you lead with now the non-verbal communication that often happens is that again there's little to no active emotional expression you're not expressing yourself positively in an emotional way uh, you're not physically responding to them you, you know smiling and being inviting and open there's just a you know, there's not much going on maybe you're you know still checking your emails But you're sort of celebrating, but it's just, you know, it's kind of half-assed. And then the final category, which is where we ideally want to play in, is active-constructive. Active-constructive. So active-constructive sounds something, something like this. Partner comes to you, celebrates the same win, and you say, this this is great, this is great news. I know how important that promotion was to you. You have been working so hard towards this and you deserve it. We should go out and celebrate, and you can tell me you know, all about why this is exciting for you. So you can hear in there that not only is there excitement, but there's questions, right? You're actively engaging. That's why it's active constructive. You're actively engaging the other person in you know eliciting some more details about their win about they want what they want to be recognized for and celebrated with so there's you know some key verbal uh, nonverbal things that can go along with this like maintaining eye contact displaying positive emotions smiling you know touching laughing those those types of things will go a long way to have your partner or family member or you know business uh, colleague feel like you're actively and positively and constructively engaged in celebrating their win. So again from bottom to the top active destructive which is the area you don't want to play in passive destructive definitely don't want to play in there either passive constructive and then active constructive. So Just take a feel into that and notice where you probably reside in some of these spaces. I'll share my personal experience. When I first learned this a few years back, I found that I played a lot in the passive constructive and sometimes even the passive deconstructive. I found that because I'm a very competitive person and I'm, I'm very achievement oriented, that normally people would come to me to celebrate a win. And what I would end up doing is saying, that's fantastic. Great job which was you know, constructive and I would follow it up with trying to celebrate my own win and share my own win with them. And what would end up happening after I you know, questioned a lot of people, what would end up happening is that they would feel like I wasn't celebrating them but rather that I was trying to compete with them or that my win was more important than theirs. And so I really had to start being more aware of when other people were celebrating wins with me. And this was especially prominent in my close friendships uh, and especially prominent in my in my intimate relationship, where somebody would come and celebrate with me and I would try and celebrate my own win immediately and it would leave them feeling cut off. So take some time to just like, you know, feel into that and see and start to notice, especially through the holiday season, start to notice how you are celebrating and recognizing the people that you care about most. It's gonna be easy to try, you know, maybe these are, maybe you're seeing family they haven't seen in a long time. It's gonna be easy to fall into old patterns. It's gonna be easy to maybe not celebrate them in the way that you want to. And so really tune in and pay attention to how you are celebrating the people in your life over the holidays. Take this time to really work on on being in the active, constructive zone and start to notice how the conversations with these people, whether they're your friends or your family or your loved ones, start to notice how these conversations shift into a much more positive direction. All right, so I'm going to leave that with you. If you have any other questions about uh, about this appreciative inquiry, please don't hesitate to reach out uh, either through the website. We'd love to hear your comments. Please leave a review when you get a chance and uh, and share this with somebody. You know, maybe your partner should hear this. Maybe your business partner should hear this or a friend. Uh, so please share this. And finally, have an amazing holiday. I would love to hear about your holiday celebrations. And so if you go into the Mantox community or if you go on the Mantox page, please share with us some of your holiday wins. We'd love to see some photos from you with your family and your friends and your, and your kids. Um, we'd love to see that shared with us. So happy holidays. Have a great, great uh, little vacation and we will see you on the other side.